Does it feel good that Jamari gets his degree? Yeah, he, he uh, uh, I think he finishes up this week, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know when it becomes official. I guess grades have to get in. But, yeah, to think that, you know, he came in a situation where the NCAA obviously didn't let him play uh, because of a rule and, and uh, basically uh, to see him, you know, stay after it and finish up and, and uh, uh, I think speaks volumes of his character and his want to. He, he's, he's a terrific kid. Or a young man. You said in the past that he could be one of the great success stories to come through here. Can you just talk, talk about where he's come from in Chicago and now and how much he's grown? Well, you know, there's a, there's a lot of success stories, but the ones that you probably hold truest to your heart are the ones that the deck is stacked against him a little bit. And this deck was stacked against him. Uh, uh, you know, the first time that we saw Jamari was by accident. We go down to IMG to look at somebody else, and Curtis says, hey, check him out. He looks pretty athletic. And, and uh, you know, he, but, he, but he wasn't a highly recruited kid by any means. I mean, Texas Tech messed with him for a bit, and there were a few other schools, but uh, he really didn't have much of a resume because he, he really didn't play in high school. I think he played one semester maybe or one year in high school because he was never really eligible <clears throat> because of uh, his home situations with you know with him being homeless for a while so uh, certainly that put him behind the eight ball but to see you know how he just kind of fought through it he went down there and, and did everything he was asked to do to get eligible and and come to find out what he was asked to do did not meet NCAA qualifications, not because he got bad information. I just think the person that helped him had no idea that everything he do, did wouldn't count because they couldn't give him those extra two semesters because he was homeless for a year. And I think everybody assumed that that would probably be the case. So so uh, we lost the appeal to, for him to be eligible, and he and Ben hung in there. And, and uh, you know, he's, he's, he's been great since. He's, you know, he's not the most skilled player that we've ever had. And, and uh, certainly not the biggest. He's kind of at an in-between size, you know, six, seven, you know, and, and uh, having to play against big guys. But, but he, he's, he always gives us great effort, and, and uh, he's very, very bright, and he understands how to play, and other guys really enjoy playing with him, so he makes the game easier for others. His role has sort of uh, changed over the years. How do you see it sort of kind of finishing out this year? This I don't know. Year? I, I, I mean, one, he has to be a great leader to our younger guys, uh, without question. He's a better player than he was two years ago, but we also have more players in our program than we did a couple years ago when he was playing uh, uh, quite a bit of minutes off the bench. So, you know, I think it still remains to be seen on, on a couple of the guys on, on what their role will be as the season moves forward. But certainly he's been a great leader uh, uh, and, and a, a great mentor to those young kids. He, he pulls for them as hard as anybody does. Couple of games where you talk about giving Hunter a chance. I guess from film, what have you seen from him uh, after giving him, you know, extended minutes last couple of games? Uh, I think he's done some good things. You know, he, the the first game, you know, I don't even think he scored. Uh, in the second game, he makes a couple of jumpers, and, and uh, 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 which was which was nice. But but still, a couple of jumpers doesn't give us an inside presence. Uh, uh, you know, it's great that you have five guys that can all make jump shots, but, you know, we need to have one guy that can make a basket in tight that you can throw it to and get fouled too. So he, even though he's done some, some nice things, there's still some other things that he could do uh, 
that that could that could probably best benefit the team. But I, I like Hunter. I, I think he's done a, I think he's done a nice job. I think he's played well. But but a lot of times when you have he and Perry in there together, you know the way, uh, uh, you know it's it's it. You would think in theory, Hunter can shoot it well enough to get a defender off Perry in the post. But but Perry really hasn't played in the post much at all. And, and we've got to get Perry. Hunter will be more effective if Perry starts posting more. But when 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 uh, uh, when when we play to just jump shots, I almost feel like we have to do something to to try to you know get a big guy in there to play with his back to the basket. So, we'll talk about Montana bring good Well, you know they've been you know they they've been a little bit inconsistent. You know, kind of like us. They they've uh, obviously. <clears throat> Had the last shot against Gonzaga at Gonzaga to send it to overtime, and and had the lead with a minute left, and and then Gonzaga had a player, a freshman, make a couple of plays that to actually give them the lead back. But uh, very good, uh, uh, experienced inside, got a guy that can that can certainly score on the block and, and plays well beyond his standing height, and and then they they're, they're, they got some quick guys on the perimeter and and. Based on what I've been told, I don't know this to be a fact, but Norm told me this morning they've got a guy that could become eligible uh, for our game that we that we haven't seen yet. So we'll, we'll try to find we'll get Chris to dig that out and try to find that out. But it was a uh, a guy that was a starter for him last year. So you know this will probably be the most hole they've been if that's the case since their season started. Well, you've talked about trying to find a compliment for Perry. Are you still trying to kind of figure out the options with that? Well, I know the options. There's five of them. Yeah, but I mean, so, I guess the best fit for, for that. Well, a lot depends on Perry. I mean, let's you know, if if uh, uh, you know, we, we need him to we need him to play bigger. Uh, uh, and, and I'm not being negative, but the whole thing is, is that Perry's strength in a lot of ways is moving away from the basket. Well, you move him away from the basket, and you put somebody in there that's not good at playing close to the basket. That's that's that doesn't bode well for our team. So we have to get somebody that. That can that can score in tight or, or or get Perry to where he's scoring in tight again, uh, uh, but but uh, I I I, th- I think I think it, it varies day to day based on how they're playing and based on scout report and who you're playing against and what the other team's strengths are and, and, and a lot of different things. Uh, uh, no question, Landon. You know, going back a few games ago, nobody could guard the big kid from Harvard like Landon could. Nobody. You go back and. You know, but there's a lot of, you know, Landon's not the best at guard and pick and pop guy. And then you could go into, you know, we have other guys that can probably do that better. So I, I think it's, I think everybody's about the same. And uh, uh, so, so you know, Carlton and, uh, and Sheck to me have the most upside of anybody uh, in our program uh, from, a, from a big man perspective. And, and, but, you know, we also need to win games now. And, and so, we, you know, although we want to develop them, and I, I still think they'll be great options uh, moving forward, you know, I'd like to see a little bit more consistency out of those guys too. But everybody's doing fine. It's just nobody's separating themselves from the others. Is that what's made this different a little bit too, that you have a bunch of bigs that all kind of do different things but aren't necessarily interchangeable with each other? I don't, I don't know that I buy the interchangeable part. Uh, I think there's some that play better with others. Uh, I think if you were going to ask any of our players on the team who's easiest guy to play with of all our bigs, everyone would say Jamari. You know, everybody, Frank, Devontae, uh, uh, Wayne, they'd probably say Jamari. So if, if, if that's the case, and then, then, you know, you want to try to 
you know, do what's best for your team over over time. And 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 certainly, there's times where he gives us the best chance, but it's not consistent. I mean, there, there there's times where others do as well. So we're still trying to figure it out. It's it's a I I I I I think we will figure it out sooner rather than later. But it's not a terrible problem to have. You know, it it would be a bad problem if it's if it's a middle of February and, and you're still experimenting, but I, I don't think that this is a terrible problem to have right now. Is Bragg a good passer? Yeah, Carlton's a good passer. He, he Carlton has good feel uh, uh, to pass the ball. He, you know, if there's a high-low, uh, you know, he's going to throw it regardless if it's remotely open or not. I think he's proven that. Uh, uh, but I do think he has good vision, and I do think he, he, he has good feel. So he, he'll, he'll be he, – he and Jamari – you know, uh, and Landon's not a bad passer, but but he and Jamari are probably our two best passing bigs. Second half of the game the other night against Oregon State, as you know, you played the five and then substituted one. Where do you kind of arrive at that? Do you arrive at that at halftime and say, no. this is the five that can do it? No, I no, I, I didn't do that at all. I went, we went in the second half thinking we were going to play everybody. But the guys were playing so well, I didn't see any reason to sub. And and you know you got to win the game. You know when you're when you're down eleven at halftime, you don't go into the second half thinking, oh, we got this game in the back. That was not the thought at all. We want to win the game. So guys are playing well, and and you get it tied, and then guys keep playing better, and you get up five, and guys keep playing better, and you get up ten, and 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 uh, you know I didn't want to I didn't want to break the momentum we had, and I, I I didn't feel like the first half that that uh, the the bench nor the starters, but primarily the bench. Uh, uh, did anything to allow us to maintain the, any little bit of momentum that we had. So I just decided not to. And, and, and when guys aren't tired, they're, I mean, bench is great. And, and depth is great for foul problems and injuries and, and certainly when guys become fatigued. But if none of those three conditions exist, you know, you know play your better guys. And, and that's what we did the second half. You guys are doing a little bit different on defense this year. It seems like your guards are being pretty disruptive, but Teams are still shooting pretty high percentage yeah. against you so far. Well, where, I guess, where do you see some of the breakdowns, or how do you get that number down? Well, the number's at forty point nine percent, which is a little misleading. Uh, uh, and, and our number will go down; it always does. But uh, a lot of a lot of teams' numbers are are uh, are uh, lower early because of competition, and a lot of teams' numbers are higher early because of. Uh, of still figuring it out, and I, I still think that we're a higher number because we're figuring it out. But this is not a lockdown defensive team yet at all, uh, uh, and I think every coach and every player would admit it. You know, we we, we don't when you score the ball a little bit easier. Uh, sometimes your defense suffers, and and that's the way it's been on every team that we've ever had. And I think you could ask uh, the coaches around the country; everybody would agree with that. Uh, when you know that you labor to score, you're not a, a percentage shooting team. Then you really hunker down and, and and do certain things because you know you have to to win. And and our guys in the back of their mind, they're thinking, you know, uh, we're we're, we're going to score enough points to win. Uh, uh, which so far, for the most part, has been true. But but it's, it's not the right mentality, and we've got to change our mentality. And that, we we've been talking and and working on it, uh, trying to get you know if if a team gets another good look, you know that's bad defense, regardless if the ball goes in or not. And and. And uh, we're we're better defensively than our stats, but but still yet we're not near the the uh, the defensive team that you have to be in order to compete at the highest level, in my opinion. But we're we're, we're working on it. We a lot of it has to do with our bigs. Be real candid with you. Uh, uh, you know we we've got to figure out a way to put up uh, 
a little bit more resistance inside and, and uh, have better shot blockers. You know, you think about it. You look at our look look at some of the weird stats. Uh, uh, Devontae and Frank have 38 steals combined. The rest of the team in, in 550 minutes and the rest of the team in 1,250 minutes have 36 steals combined. Uh, you look at block shots, you know, uh, although we're blocking a decent number, you know, you take Hunter and Sheck out of there, you know, there's nobody blocking these shots. I think our third leading shot blocker is a guard. Uh, uh, so so there, there, there's a lot of things that guys can do to, to become more active and create more havoc. Uh, uh, defensively, and, and, and not that you have to be a great shot blocking team or whatever, but if you're not a shot blocking team, then you should at least be an activity team. And 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 we got some some big guys that, that are really not doing either one. So so uh, that's where we got to get better. John, you were I think he's thought of as a really good player. I don't think anybody ever labeled him as a as a as a terrific. You know, three-point shooter. Uh, um, I know that I have. I didn't. I thought he was a guy that could do a little bit of everything. Uh, um, but he has shot the ball at a ridiculously high level so far, and 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 you know we hope that continues. But you know the reality is, you know, percentages do balance out over time. But he's 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 off to as good a start shooting the basketball as probably anybody in the country, and and uh, it's 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 fun to watch and. But but to me, it's not forcing it. He, he's he's not you know. There's been times in the first two years, I think, when things weren't going well. The way he made up for it was to go do something that was maybe a low percentage play to get confidence back, and that's not the smart thing to do. It'd be like being in a baseball slump, but on the first pitch, you got to hit a a low outside pitch and and, and and hit it hard. I mean, so that probably wouldn't be. You got to pick your spots a little bit, and I don't think he picked his spots as well. In his first couple of years, uh, this year I think he's playing well. When he, ball, I mean, I could look at him and say, "You haven't made shots, but you still played very well." Because I think he's become more of a complete player. Touch on this, Bill. But what, what more do you need from Perry? Uh, just activity. I mean, I mean, going after the ball. I thought he rebounded the ball great second half the other day. Uh, uh, but but let, let's just. I mean, th- this isn't being negative, and this isn't putting pressure on anybody because it's factual. You know, you're not putting pressure on somebody if you tell somebody they think they're good. I think Perry Ellis is capable of playing to an All-American type level. I think he is. And so, you know, what does an All-American type level play to? Well, he, he, he can't do it at, at his size unless he's ultra-aggressive. I mean, there's been times last year, you know, during, during a, a three-week stretch where I thought he was a first-team All-American playing to that level. It wasn't because he's making all his shots. It's because everything he did was aggressive. It was, it was, he's driving straight lines. He wasn't driving side to side. He, he's so good at driving a straight line and then counter off the, the defensive reaction as opposed to now he's not really driving it hard so there's no counter to be made. I mean, he, 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 uh, uh, I, I think that he is a guy that, that can play at such a high level, and that's what excites me about our team is, we, I mean, we've done okay. We, we haven't been great, but we've done okay. But I still don't think we've seen the best of what we can what we can do, because uh, he's so important to me to our team because he is the one guy that can make something out of nothing when you throw it to him, and and, and uh, all good teams have that, and I think that, that I think that he'll get that. He just he just been in a, a little bit of a funk the last uh, last couple of weeks, but but uh, he's more than capable of playing at an All American type level, and if that's too much pressure, then that's too much pressure because that's what that's why he came back to school. So, so to, to to downplay that we don't want him to be that, I don't think is is speaking truthfully at all because we want him to be that. 
We need him to be that. Do you schedule games still to help recruiting, like, the West Coast? Uh, yeah, we have. We have. Will that help going out there? To play San Diego State? Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I guess it could if, if there's guys in the area that we're recruiting. Uh, and, and, and usually when you, when you recruit, you know, with us, we don't recruit uh, uh, geographically like a lot of schools do. Like a lot of schools live in the West Coast, so you play in, 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 on the West Coast, which guarantees you help them. We, we, we more, or let, more or less pick and choose. So there's some years, you know, when the schedule was made, this game was probably scheduled five years ago. You know, so so you stop and think about it. You had the return game, which we didn't play last year, so the return game is this year. So it's probably scheduled four or five years ago. And back then, those kids were all in eighth grade, so we don't know who we're recruiting then. So, um, but but I, I do hope it helps us, but I, I can't say that in this particular case that it will help us recruiting at all. Is that still a hotbed area? San Diego? No, uh, L.A. Oh, God, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there's, there's wherever there's a lot of people living, uh, uh, there's a chance that there's more players in the, in those particular areas. So, uh, I, I you know you you still think about you know historically over time, L.A., Chicago, even New York, um, uh, you know Philadelphia, uh, uh, Dallas, Houston. I mean the, the, these these highly populated areas have always produced players, and of course L.A.'s produced as many as any city probably in America over the last. Uh, over the last 30 years, and you think about the success that Kansas has had recruiting that area, because that was one thing that Roy did. Roy made an emphasis on recruiting the West Coast, and we haven't done that near as much as what the previous staff did, and they were great at it.